Welcome to the Force Matters podcast, powered by Motusi. I'm J.D. Romick. And I'm Jonathan Ang. We're here to have disruptive, inclusive, and informative dialogue at the intersection of technology, research, and clinical practice. Our promise to sort through the BS so you don't have to. Our focus is what matters to your musculoskeletal health. What's up, everybody? This is John Ang from the Force Matters podcast. And today we have a really fun guest. And I think, why did I have, why did I ask this person? His name's Luke Polarski. Luke is a great friend of mine. He is a patient. I've seen him grow up from a, you know, from a young, dumb teen to a really successful and really on his way young man. And uh, I'm happy to have him on today. And what's cool is I think his story is going to resonate with a lot of listeners uh, in that, uh, you know, he had multiple ACL injuries throughout his career. He was a promising young athlete. Uh, his mental and physical resilience to, to succeed and his passion for soccer, uh, you know, it leaves him now in the Division I coaching world. Uh, and it's really fun to listen to his story. And, um, and, I, and I hope you guys gather some insights uh, from this, whether it's his personal story, whether it's his professional journey, uh, or whether it's the technology that we've used along the way. So enjoy this listen, and until next time, keep moving. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the podcast, and uh, I got a guest here today, brief guest, and this is. Uh, this is Luke. And Luke, I'm going to let Luke tell his history, but uh, Luke has been a longtime patient uh, and also a longtime friend. Uh, but he's also very well accomplished in his own right in, in the world of soccer. And so, Luke, give a little background of yourself, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so, just like John said, my name is Luke. Uh, Luke Polarski. I'm a coach here um, on the West Coast. Um, grew up in Portland, Oregon. Um, I was a soccer player my whole life, was really successful from a young age, uh, probably was playing two years ahead of my age all the way up until high school. Um, and that's where things really started picking up for me. I was getting noticed by coaches playing for, you know, some of the best teams in the area. Um, and then the end of my sophomore year, I was 16 years old. The spring of my sophomore year, I tore my ACL in game. Um, I left the ground and when I came back down, that was the last thing I remember. I woke up on the ground, totally passed out from that one. Um, and yeah, that was the first time that I injured my knee. That was when I was 16 and a half years old. Um, had surgery here locally, went through rehab um, at Pace, and six months later tried to return to sport um, quickly to make, make it in time for the high school season. Um, I ended up tearing my ACL the first session back I was just like chasing down a ball basically. Um, and I tore my ACL again. I knew immediately like what had happened. Um, went back through the process again. I was still pretty um, optimistic about my future and you know my career as a player. Um, and then unfortunately, uh, as I was going through that rehab process, um, it happened again. So I've had three, um, three tears in my knee. Um, and that's sort of the story. So, um, yeah. is there any holes that I'm missing there? I think. Well, yeah. You, I mean, I think. You, 
What do you, yeah, what do you, what do you think that I miss? And you know a lot as well. I, I do, yeah. I've, I've known Luke through this whole process. And uh, the reason why I feel like he's such a compelling uh, voice to speak with is one, about his journey with his own experience with ACL. Uh, and we'll continue to talk about that. And then uh, secondly is his <clears throat> success as a coach and his rise uh, in soccer. So given his passion for it, um, and through the challenges of injury, uh, that has you know shifted his game a bit, but uh, but hasn't slowed him down at all, really. Yeah. And so um, m- maybe give a quick background on on kind of coaching yeah, aspect of absolutely. things, and then and then we'll come back to the cool. injury. Yeah. So um, after those injuries, I found myself. I was about yeah, I was 17, 18 years old. I was going into my senior year of high school, and I knew that soccer was pretty much off the table at that point. Um, the schools that I had been looking at or that had been looking at me were no longer interested. Um, and so I made that transition the fall of my senior year. I coached uh, the North Portland Rec soccer team. That was the first team that I ever coached um, at 18 years old. I had a lot of connections in the, in the area, and so I started coaching club soon thereafter. Um, I did my undergrad at Portland State. Um, and during that time, I coached a lot of club soccer here. So United PDX is a, a big club in the area. And I spent four years there as a head coach um, in youth soccer. Um, finally, after college, I made uh, the jump to the collegiate game myself. So uh, at 21 years old, I moved um, to the Midwest and I did one year as a graduate assistant. Um, returning to Portland, I then did two years with Warner Pacific um, and I just finished up my second year there. And I recently just signed with Whitman College up in Washington State. So um, I'm now in my fourth year of college ball. It is an absolute blessing in my life. And I love being able to, like John mentioned, connect with the athletes in a way that um, is really special, especially being young and walk alongside them, whether it's through football, soccer, um, through injury, um, strength and conditioning and life as well. So that's been the value for me as a coach is um, just providing a ton of value to the kids and um, giving them that full service. That's, that's awesome. And, and congratulations for, uh, I mean, there's a big inflection point, I think, in your career and in your life. And, uh, I, you know, as a friend uh, and, you know, someone that's been along this journey with you, I'm super proud of you. And, and like, just for staying strong, because this is not an easy process. And so, uh, you know, I don't know, for whatever, for what it's worth, you know. I appreciate like, that a lot and somebody like yourself. So I, yeah, that's huge. Um, you know, if we, if we bring it back to you for a moment here about your journey with ACL, um, you've had the opportunity to, to, to use Motusi and we're going to talk about Motusi here because uh, we often don't in our podcast, but this is a really relevant story, I think, for, um, for, for people out there. And I think it'll resonate with a lot of people out there. Your story is, is, um, yes, it's unique and it's yours, but there's a whole lot of people that I think will relate to yeah. to the experiences you had and might glean some 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 insight from it. And so, you know, as as you look back on your experience of your ACLs, <laughs> ACLs, <laughs> God, and and to be honest, you're fresh again, right? Like you just got a third one, yeah. And now you're feeling so, good. Yeah, I guess that's important to the story. The third time I tore my ACL, I was just at this point where I was like, I'm done. Like surgery is, uh, it had taken over my life for two years. And so I chose not to operate at the time. So I went from the age of about 18 until now 25, or I was 24 when I got operated on last year. So I went about 
you know, six years in between that, um, in between those operations. Yeah, without an ACL. Yep, 100%, yeah. nothing in there. Yeah, nothing in there. <laughs> and healthy, right? Like you're running a ton, yep. I mean, you were marathoning. Yep, did, a, were did a marathon, um, was training a ton, uh, did some, I worked as strength and conditioning and really, um, really dug into that for a couple years as well. So yeah. I've kind of I've kind of dabbled a little bit around. You have, yeah. I mean, you're not tooting your own horn here, but I mean, you did an internship with Exos, which Absolutely. is no small feat either. Uh, you know, I, if, if you could maybe reflect a little bit on your experience of the different experiences you had with ACLs and, you know, and this most recent one having uh, a bit more data to go back on, right? With respect to having the Motusi experience, having some other objective testing done at um, down in Colorado, where you had the surgery done this time, uh, and you know, you know, just reflect a little bit on that and how um, how maybe some of this data has helped. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the process of returning from injury, especially as a young person and as an, a misinformed or an uninformed person is extremely difficult. As an athlete, your number one goal is to get back to where you were or better. Um, and so it's not always clear the right way to do that or how to do that. Um, and so with the data, I can really see the discrepancies in my training or um, what's going well um, as well. So I think that it's been really valuable to inform um, exercise selection um, training frequency, and like I said, those imbalances before. So that data has been huge in really giving me the confidence as well to get back on the field and perform at a high level. Because that's my goal again, is to be able to um, be an active young person that I still am. And, you know, hopefully one day play a little bit of soccer again, um, because I think I still got it. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want to play in some men's leagues, Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly, and Portland has some great ones as well. So I would love to um, get back out there, and it's, it's always fun to jump in with the college guys, and I haven't been able to do that as much as I would like to, um, but I think in the next couple of years, I'll be able to show them um, some things that I can offer in it. And I think from a coaching perspective, this is very specific to coaching um, sport, but being able to demonstrate and being able to show the players what you're looking for is invaluable, especially for a young coach, because you're going to have to earn that respect from the players a, a certain way. And if you don't have, you know, this huge resume of playing and coaching experience, they're going to want to see that you can, you know, touch the ball and, and do certain things. So um, that's exciting for me to be able to do more of that. Um, and the data really gives me, you know, confidence to get back out there on the field. Awesome. Yeah, well, and, and I'm happy to report, actually, we just we just did some testing with with Luke this morning, and he's 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 really treading on the right path, and uh, we're progressing him well to uh, to to reach those goals. So um, so good for you, and don't don't slow down. Keep keep up the keep the press on. Right. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to also get some insight from the experience that we had uh, bring in your players uh, earlier this year. Yeah. Um, prior to the season and and just kind of share some thoughts about that. Oh, so let me set the stage. So we brought in nine of your players. It's about nine, yeah. Uh, and what I found, so what was super fun for me is to be able to crank through and get assessments of these guys normally takes hours and hours and hours, Like right? 90 minutes. We, yeah, <laughs> nine dudes, right? It was, it was like 10 minutes a pop, I think. Yeah, it, it was it quick. Was, it was awesome and got got 
the lower body assessment, we got great data on these guys, and I'm not gonna talk about it, I want you to talk about what, what that meant to them, what it meant to you, what yeah. it meant to the season. Yeah, so a little bit more specifics. We came in um, after the fall season, before the spring season. The team had just come off of its uh, second conference championship in two years, so back-to-back -back conferences, um, our second back-to-back uh, -back berth in the national tournament for NAI. So a very successful program, Nice. really good players, um, and I really wanted to um, give them confidence um, going into the spring and also help inform my decisions as their strength coach um, as far as um, programming for the spring as well. So we came in at a perfect time as far as testing um, and we were able to test those guys um, before the spring and before we started lifting. So they came in um, and I don't think they really knew what to expect because a lot of them come from a, a background of little to no um, um, training in the gym or or physical therapy they don't they they don't have that they don't come from those backgrounds Just sort of sport gift a little yeah bit. so they're they're great players and they've been very successful in their sport but uh, besides that they haven't done a whole lot else and so bringing them in here I, I chose um, a variety of players we had seniors we had freshmen we had guys that were obviously a lot more developed than others yeah. you know we had some <laughs> Yeah, we had some sticks in here, but um, <laughs> but also some beasts. No, for sure, and they all are beasts in their own way. And so I thought that was really cool, and it's a very good example of what you'll find from a, a from a from a soccer team. You'll see a lot of different guys um, and a lot of different training backgrounds, especially at the college level. There there are going to be some who have you know worked with a strength coach, and some who have never been in the gym before. You know, I had guys that didn't know how to put a clip on a bar. So um, we'll, we'll just pretend that they knew how to do that though. <laughs> so, um, but going back to the testing, it was for the players, I think it was their first time getting that attention from a professional. You know, I don't, I don't think that, I think they really value me and I, my work there, but having somebody like John and JD to um, assess them with data and using Motusi, but also watching them move, giving them immediate feedback and then being able to tell them, this is what you're good at, and this is kind of what we might need to look at in order to push you even more forward. So um, from there, each player, um, they were able to get their specific data from, that, from those lower body tests. And I used that data to create um, individual programs for the spring. Um, for the weight room. So depending on the player, a lot of our players, they work as well as go to school and play soccer. So some of them were training twice a week. Yeah. Some of them were training four times a week. Um, and so it really allowed me to um, inform those decisions, like I said earlier, about exercise selection. Um, and honestly, the the level of the exercise as well, because one guy might be at a, at a you know more advanced point than others. So does that, so yeah, what do you remember from that um, from that testing day? Oh, I, you know, the, the common, it, it's funny when you, you see people put on the kit, they, and, and the younger, the even the better, right? It's almost like the superhero type of thing. Their reactions were funny. I wish, yeah, they, they, they were, were taking selfies. They're posted on social. Yeah, they were. They were, they were kind of, they're loving, I don't know if it's the attention or maybe it was just like the personalization of, of, of thinking about them and their greatest asset, which is their body yes. right, in their sport. And so, I, you know, I, I, tough to put a finger on it, but uh, their excitement was, you know, it was contagious. Yeah. 
Uh, no, and that's that's something that even not in here I get from them. Um, their their excitement about the sport and about life and their future is it's very inspiring. So I was happy that you got to meet some of those guys, and it's who I spend most of my day with um, as a coach. So it's it's super special, and I'm in a really lucky position to be around those players. And yeah, like you said, their reactions were perfect. It was just like. Um, they felt like professionals, um, which some of them will go on to play at that level. I think, did you meet Elaine? Yes. Elaine, so one of our players, he's um, he's looking at signing pro in Belgium, actually. So um, he's one of, so we had another player last year, you didn't get to meet him, Andrew Martinez. He signed pro for Chivas in Mexico. So like that, that is on, that is in their minds and it's in the future for some of them. And so being able to also work on their body is it's it's extremely valuable and i think that they all know that that's a big part of being an elite athlete but they haven't really broken into that space quite yet and i think this was a great introduction for them to say hey this is how you're going to make your body faster stronger better um this is exactly what we're going to do in order to get there so that confidence for me and then the confidence for the players as well to have professionals like yourself and jd i think it gave uh the whole entire group confidence to keep pushing forward and to, to be making the right decisions as far as training goes. That's awesome. Um, I am very thankful to get to share your story with with people out there in the world. And, uh, you know, where can people learn about you or find out about you if you feel like you want people to know about you or follow <laughs> your handle or something like that? Yeah, um, I'm on, I use uh, LinkedIn a lot to connect with coaches. Um, you can find me on there, but also on I on Instagram. I'm, try, I'm trying to break into it a little bit, um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with more athletes there and coaches because I'm trying to grow my network um, in order to just serve more players um, and, yeah, connect connect players to um, the right coaches and making sure that they're getting their needs met. So I feel like I'm in a special place where I'm kind of in the soccer world and I'm kind of in um, your world as well. And so I kind of sit in this really special place where I can um, help these players and connect them with the right professionals. Um, and so that's really exciting for me. So if, if, if you wanna connect, I would love to. And if you have athletes, I would love to connect as well. Awesome. Well, thanks, Luke. Appreciate you sharing your story and best of luck at uh, Whitman. Yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah. It's going to be a cold winter, man. It is. I'll be <laughs> back before that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. And uh, until next time, keep moving. You've been listening to the Force Matters podcast. We appreciate you tuning in and really want to hear from you. Visit us at our website at motusi.com. Our new Instagram handle is at Force Matters podcast. DM us there, participate in our Force Matters mailbag segments, and just keep following along. Until our next one, keep moving.